What up, Oasis fam? We are here. Episode number four. We're pumped to be able to talk about the topic we're going to talk about. I My name is Ben Geeson. I'm the college young adult pastor at Grace Point Church. We lead a ministry called Oasis, which is why it's Oasis Podcast. I'm with Jaina. Hi, guys. And Brandon. What up? <laughs> we are pumped today. Today we're talking about friendship transitions. Uh, specifically transitions, because there's a ton of stuff we can talk about on friendships. Um, but we recognize the reality that every single one of us go through a season of life and just a time where we transition the people that we kind of get close to and become close to based off of location, job, um, from school to school or from college to, as people would say, real life. Um, <laughs> before we get into the into the depths of the re- and the realness of the topic, um, when did you guys like? No, or was there was there a clarity in the, within the last year that like you had this realization one that man I, I feel like we're all gonna be best friends or when do you feel like we became best friends? Wait, do you mean like you and me? I will hurt you. <laughs> ben, I don't know. We kind of got to talk about. It. I don't know if we're there yet. But, no, I don't know. Right when we met, I, I had I had stalked Ben on Facebook before I actually met. Which him. is which is not a health. I would not suggest that. I don't have a great social media presence. But I did it. You know, it's just like in reality. I needed to know who the guy was on his Facebook profile. So I had this preconceived notion on who he was going to be. And then I met him and we hit it off on like a spiritual level because that was the relationship we needed to start right away. And then eventually it was really quick in that next summer. We just spent a ton of time together prepping for the next year. And we had a bunch of fun in these, what most people would think would be really boring meetings. And it was awesome. So I knew right then, man. Dang. Jaina? That's good. Yeah, we're just just talking about Ben. No, I was going to say, no, what about Jaina? Oh, same thing. Probably. I <laughs> last mean, summer? I even worked with her yeah, for a year before right. that, but we just didn't yeah. work together as close as we yeah. do now. So last summer, and now we have Jane over for supper all the time, and we play these board it's games, fun. and then yeah. Thanks for the invite. she always lets me win. So does my wife, so it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we win. let Brennan win. Yeah. Well, I can't win on my own, so. <laughs> that's actually true. Then I get sad if <laughs> no, I don't No, that's win. not true. I've won many games by myself, Well, because okay. no one will play with me. Next time we have dinner, <laughs> we'll FaceTime you in. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I'll go from that. I think, yeah, that summer we spent all together once Ben was finally here was probably crucial. But I think even in that, I knew for me personally that I could trust Ben just because I felt like he heard me um, and included me. And that means a lot to me. So um, Brendan, I feel like we, yeah, we had worked together for a year, kind of not super closely, but kind of. And I think when we went to summer camp together, it was probably yeah, the first yeah, time we got to fun. got Bunch to know of each other schoolers. a little bit. Oof, duh. Yeah, smelt terrible. Wild Just times. The worst. But a great camp. Very so. hot. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. So hot, stinky, smelly. That's just like the motto of summer camp, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, for sure. That should, yeah, it Hot, should be. stinky, smelly, and Jesus. All right, Ben, you got to let us know. When did you go? Uh, y'all stole my answer. Um, mine was actually, there was, I, and I tend to jump in and just trust right away. Mm. Like, that's my personality is just to trust. Until you can do something to me where I can't trust you, like, I'm just going to, I'm all in trust. But I feel like, and that, there's a difference between that and working together, being coworkers, and actually, like, no, we're, we're friends. And there was just when we we spent, I mean, six hours one day planning the sermon series for the year last summer, and there was a week before that, and then a week after, just in that season in July, that I was like, man, we something clicked just within yeah. it. Stuff clicked, and it was really fun. Yeah, we're the three best friends yeah. that anybody could have. Don't check the reference because I'm pretty sure that's not a good movie. I don't know what movie that is. Isn't it? I don't know what that Don't look it up. Let's, I'm let's pretty not, sure, I'm pretty sure I know what movie it is, and Uh-oh. it's not good. Uh-oh. But 
Anyways, we're going to get on to it. Move away from the bad jokes and into oh, some of the I, content. We never move away from bad when jokes. When I was advertising yesterday for the, the podcast, because it was Wednesday, today's Thursday, right. and I was posting about week three, and I was just like, what's the caption for this? And it was... Half funny jokes, but fully loaded truth. Oh, like, oh is that our? Mo- is that the, Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's. I'm it. not ready to commit to it yet. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> but I like it in the it's moment. It's more your, because I'm I'm, my jokes land, 100 percent of the time. People are gonna stop listening to the podcast <laughs> for lack of humility reasons between us two. <laughs> yeah, your Justin Bieber references. Justin Bieber, Bieber the funniest person. In the he planet. hit me up, and we had a, yeah, we had an awesome conversation about Jesus. Yeah, well, duh. Okay, good. I mean, that was the first thing he did. He wakes up in the morning and he checks to see if there's another Oasis podcast. All right, we got to right, get into Jana, it. you just take control. <laughs> we we're done. You need to take this over. Is getting out of hand. <laughs> so we're gonna do. We're gonna break it up into a couple different uh, chunks today, and we're starting just with why some of the friendship transitions happen, because it, they do, and a lot of times we don't recognize that they happen, but. We're going to have conversations about um, some of the reasons behind it and then maybe open up your eyes to where it could happen in your life or recognize where it did happen in your life. So I'm going to pop, pop it over to these two, but what, what are some of these yeah. reasons that friendship transitions actually do happen? Right. The obvious one, I mean, for me, that jumps into mind, um, it's, it's the cl- classic seasons of life, but then I go right into schooling. So it's even, I would argue... Like, how many people had friends the same in high school that were in middle school? Mm. How many people had friends the same that were college in high school? I think it's a super obvious one. And then once you, if you went to college or, or, or tech school, it's like you move to a different town anytime you move. Like, I just think of seasons of life, uh, for sure. School. Like, once you change location, it just happens. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of what other ones we've talked about. We talked a little bit about when, like, your relationship status changes. Your oh, friendships yeah, totally. may change in that. Everybody has to have couple friends nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah, the young adult. That's that is weird. We we do that stuff, but yeah, and then totally like Ben was hitting on it. I mean, a bunch of you young adults probably went high school to college, high school to career, or even post career into or post college into a career or a job, whatever. And all of that can sometimes mm-hmm. bring tra- transition changes. But yeah, Jana hit on it with the relationships. I mean, you've got. Uh, things that change with romantic, but even like family stuff. Yeah. Like true. as that mm-hmm. shifts, it can yeah. change your friends as like I mean, events in life, traumatic events. Life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, location. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. The biggest one. Maybe. I think really. I mean, yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's, it's up there. So what, what does it look like for your location to change and you to f- transition friends? Is it just, just happens? Super easy. Super simple. No one has trouble <laughs> with it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it's super difficult. <laughs> you can't see our smirks and sarcastic faces. <laughs> no, you can't. But I'm sure you pick up on it. I feel like that's why a lot of our jokes don't land. Is because I do a lot of like humor with my body. So if you can't see it. There you go. That was bad. <laughs> we got to tell a couple stories. Friendship transition stories. Yeah. So I don't know who wants to go first. I can. Mine's go for it. Mine's hard. Um, I mean, just it's more serious. And mine was in, so a freshman in college, like I got to college, had the same friends that I did from high school to college because we all went to the same college together. Yeah. Purposely didn't like want to live with any of them because I knew we, we knew we would just tear each other apart. Um, but my reasoning for why I had some friendship transition and one, the story I want to tell is when I gave my life to Jesus. It's my life completely changed. It, priorities changed. Time commitment stuff changed. 
um, what I wanted to pursue, who I wanted to even have as inputs in my life just changed. And so I got into this point where I gave my life to Jesus. I want this to be serious. I need this to be serious in order for me just really, I believe, to survive. And so the friends that I had had were the inputs I were having in my life that were actually bringing me down, that were pushing me away from Jesus. And the f- new friends that I had started gaining and, and, and spending time with were ones who were in small group, going to crew, going to Oasis, coming to Grace Point. Yeah. And it's like there came this pivotal moment where I had to make a decision. And I was, so I was rushing a frat my freshman year. Oh, what? Right? I was that. Pastor Ben, Russian frats. Frats aren't that bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I, it was, it was just in a season and in a moment where the week came where we basically had to decide, okay, am I actually going to rush a frat, do the thing, whatever. And, and finding out the different details of what it meant to really be a brother. And their meetings that they had weekly were Tuesday nights. And I had made a commitment to myself within the last couple of weeks leading up to this of like, I knew I needed to go to crew. I knew I, ne- I was, I was convicted in my soul that I needed to have as many Christian positive influence inputs in order for me to understand what it looks like to follow Jesus. Cause I'm raw and I'm fresh and I didn't know what it meant. And crew was on Tuesday nights as well. And so I felt just this, the reality of having to make a decision and it was really, really tough. Oh yeah. It was sure. so hard. Because one, I didn't do it well. I didn't handle it well with the previous friends that I had had. I didn't grieve it well. I didn't invite them along with me in what was happening in my life. Mm. So I failed, I feel like, in making that transition, but I knew it was necessary. And I look back and I know it was the right decision Mm -hmm. Um, just based off of relationships built, uh, truths learned, even just like the different moments I had to be able to connect with the Father. And so it was was really difficult and really hard. saying goodbye, knowing it was the right decision, wishing, honestly, going back, like, I wish I could have done something different with it, mm-hmm. but that still would have been the same decision. Mm-hmm. So I look mm-hmm. at it and I was like, in the moment, it didn't feel good at yeah, all. I'm sure. But I know it was the right call. Um, it was just difficult. So That's tough. Yeah. But there, there's sure. good in it, it too. It was huge. Yeah. It, was necess- yeah. I, it was the right decision. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Jaina. Yeah, I think, so I think that the, the biggest transition friendship-wise that I've experienced is when I left college and started in the metaphorical real world. Um, and so if you don't know my story, if you haven't heard, I'm from Indiana, and I went to school there. Hoosier. And then, yeah, wild. <laughs> Someone told me recently that they could tell from the way I talk, they can kind of hear it in my accent. Because it, it's not a northern Minnesota, South Dakota You don't accent. do the O's? Yeah. They were like, I could just tell you're from somewhere else. I was like, okay, oh. cool. <laughs> They didn't know where, but (laughs) anyway. um, And so after I graduated from college, like within a couple months of graduating, I actually moved out here to South Dakota to start working at Grace Point. Um, And so left all of my family, all of my friends, pretty much everything to start over um, and came in super excited, super ready to meet people, get into the church and whatnot, um, and found that it was really, really tough um, just to create relationships. Um, First of all, it's this weird young adult age where like, there's a lot of people younger and there's a lot of people older. And so it was like, how do I find the balance? Who do I connect with? Where are my like friends actually? Um, and then even to like coming into a new place, everyone is really already established. Like there's already friend groups that yeah. exist. There's already um, just kind of pockets of people who are close. And it's like, do I try to break into that? Do I try to meet new people? And so it was hard just navigating who do I become friends with? Who's available? Who wants to be my friend too? Um, Because I felt for a while, I was like, nobody even cares and I'm here. Mm, Um, Which looking back is like, there were people that cared, but in the moment I didn't feel that. So I think that for me, that was a really big transition of, it was really, really hard. And even like two years in, like 
I don't have the same relation type of relationships that I had with people in college or people that I grew up with. Um, but I've been learning that they don't look the same and that's okay. And like, it's just a different season of life. And so friendships do look different than they ever have before. Yeah, totally. For me, it was in the college years, there were these group of guys that I was like, I need to be friends with them. Like I, I had been praying for a long time for these Christian friends and it was my freshman year and I just really hadn't met anybody and everybody was older than me that I was kind of looking to hang out with. So they all had their connections. You know, I've heard this analogy that people are like Legos and you only have a certain amount of connections you can make as a Lego. Mm -hmm. So then <clears throat> as a person, you can't necessarily jump in to that because then maybe their other connections are full and that can be part of the tough stuff about college and young adult life yeah. but I knew I needed to get in with these guys so and they're listening so shout out my guys but uh no names I, no no names they don't get name shout outs come on this podcast is way too big for just shouting out all people no I'm, I'm kidding I love you guys uh but shout out my wife too I guess if we're just gonna do shout outs oh, I'm gonna, okay, fine shout out Alice and Wesley okay then we're do done, we're done. anyone yeah no. Jessica all right, back to my story. So I knew I wanted to be friends with these guys. So I just showed up wherever they were at. I mean, if I knew they were going to be somewhere, like, I wasn't, like, not invited. But I just continued to be, like, everywhere they're going to be, I, and, and there's a space to be open for me to be there, I'm going to be there. Like, if they're going to go to small group, I'm going to go to small group. If they're going to go to the, the basketball game, I'm going to go to the basketball game. And I just continued to be present in their life. And it changed over as I was intentional and, like, continued to try and pursue that relationship what was my friend group changed to what it is now. Mm. And it really mm. just kind of, it was a good transition because it was something I desired, but it, it, was a, it was a huge change. It was like my, I didn't hang out with my roommate as much. And some of the people I'd met in my first couple months of college, like it wasn't the same as the guys I was with now. Mm. So it was, there was hard parts about it, but overwhelmingly it was really, really good in that season of life for college. So, so you Joe Biden them. I guess, I guess you could say that. I hope, I hope people I, I know would, that reference. I wouldn't put those words to it. Um, it was New more... Girl? Joe Biden, just be there. Oh. If they go it, be there. No, I did not get the reference. But thank you for explaining it to all the audience, all the people listening. Be there. So are friendships, friendship transitions necessary? Is it something that needs to happen? Or can I have my group of friends for the rest of my life? So good. Yes and no. That's what I'm going to say. Can you have those friends? Yes. Recognize that it's going to look different based off of where you're at in life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the obvious one, right? The moving, Jaina, mm -hmm. right? Location yeah. change. It, it, your friendships can't look the same because you're not with them. Yeah. Uh, and so I would say transition, friendship transitions are necessary, not just with the friends you have established. And then if you move, season of life, whatever, but then where you're going as well. Um, yeah, uh, just right, and then recognize it's going to look different. Mm -hmm. But yeah, very necessary, uh, especially just even from a kingdom standpoint, man. I mean, we we live as followers of Jesus, recognizing that there are <clears throat> three key relationships that we need to pursue: first with God, um, because we're relational beings; so one with the Father, which Jesus established for us; two is with each other, uh, with other believers, so we can encourage and, and and help each other; and then the third relationship with those who don't know Jesus, who who just yeah need hope and, and love and grace and so the real reality that we need people in our life and um where you're living you need to have people who can be that encouragement to you that you can pour into that that can pour into you so yeah if we try to cling on to the friends that especially after we move i like guess dangerous mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jana so moving from here to 
from Indiana to here. Yeah. Like there was probably friends you still have in Indiana. And yeah. What did it look like for you to change those relationships? Like, did you try to cling? Did you try to uh, just cleave right away and just not? What well, What did it look like trying to balance some of that? Yeah. Um, well, I'll own up that I am very bad at cleaving mm. of of when I am no longer with people in person. I am not good at staying connected. Um, I hate texting. I hate talking on the phone just <laughs> in general as a person. And so I'm not good at staying connected with people. So I own that anyway in myself. So it's an extra step, I think, to continue to be in relationship with people. But yeah, when I moved, I mean, even right away, my friend and I still called and we talked quite often. Um, and even when we tried to talk about things we were experiencing in life, it was hard because I couldn't relate. I wasn't where she was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what she was experiencing. I didn't know the people she was talking about. I couldn't keep up with the story, you know, and same for her, for me. So it was just like, yeah, this isn't the same, but we can still be friends. And so now when we talk, it's less of like, let's try to like help solve each other's problems. So let's just talk about like how life's going and encourage mm-hmm. each other and yeah. like laugh and, you know, That's have cool. a good time. So, yeah. So the friendship's yeah. still there. It just looks yeah. different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that can even mm-hmm. be friendship transitions, you know? And the location change, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, so I can just summarize a little bit of that. Ben is saying sometimes our friends need to change because of where we are in life, but also what our relationship with Jesus looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're listening and you weren't a Christian and now you're a Christian, that's going to affect your relationships. Did for Ben, did for me, does for everybody else. Jaina probably could say yes to, Mm -hmm. or then Jaina, location. Like, even if you moved, I moved from Sioux Falls to Brookings. Yeah. Like, I can't just rely on all my Sioux Falls friendships. Like, it, it doesn't work like that. You have to undergo some kind of friendship transition. So is it unhealthy to cling? It can be. Can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Absolutely. So we're looking at it, and we're looking at that friendship transitions are probably going to happen. If they don't to you, man, tell us how you did that, yeah. because you probably never moved and never changed anything <laughs> about your life. But otherwise, how do we prepare and have healthy relationships now or going forward so that we can best do this, so that there isn't as much hurt or as much pain in some of the transitions because it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll, I mean, one for sure is expectations going into the transition, whether it's you're moving, whether it's, again, I don't know. Even, like the the cliche of once you get married, like friendships and relate, that's just, it looks different. Mm-hmm. And it just, totally. and that's not bad. It just yeah. does. It's just the reality of it. Um, but I think the expectations going into that next season, going into that transition, if I expect to have the same relationships that I had, the same depth immediately, mm-hmm. I think we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I expect to have the depth without putting in the work, I, I just like my expectation, our expectations, I think, mm-hmm. heavily impact how mm-hmm. that transition is going to go mm-hmm. and how I pursue. So I think, yeah, starting off with expectations, which, Brennan, what are some expectations that we should probably have? Yeah, that's, not have? What's an unhealthy expectation? Oh, unhealthy expectation mm-hmm. that you're going to make perfect friends right away. Yeah. That's yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. in, I'm going to move to college, and in the first week, I'm going to find my best <laughs> friends for the next four years. Or I'm going to move to Omaha, Minneapolis, Kansas City after college, and it's going to be great because I'm going to find this group, and it's going to work perfect right away. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably an unhealthy expectation because you're going to be let down. Like, it, people just don't necessarily work like that. But I also love that Ben was talking about just the time of it, you know, and like, let it take time, let it breathe, you know, different things like that. Jenna, you think there's any other unhealthy expectations? I guess I just hit two yeah. more healthy ones. I mean, one of the biggest things I noticed going from college friendships to 
post-college friendships is the not only the length of time that you need to get to know someone, but the amount of time you get to spend with someone. Mm-hmm. So in college, you're very secluded. You're very in this smaller group, and it's really easy to spend all your time together because you're either living together or you're doing school, and then you can just go do whatever you want for the rest of the time. But when you get into um, you know life after college, everyone's got jobs. If they got relationships, um, different things going on, like the amount of time that people have to spend together is less. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes well, I had the expectation of like, oh, like, I don't have anything going on, so no one else wants to have anything going on, so, like, why do they not want to hang out with me? You know, so even maybe taking some of those things personally or having that expectation that everyone's just available to you all the time because you're friends is, like... What are your... I'm going to change it up a bit. Oh, boy. What are your thoughts on, in the transitions, with the time stuff, the Mm. quality and quantity? Mm. Like, the difference is there, the... I don't know. I don't even know if I've what my specific question. I just think yeah. I think you're touching on a couple things. Mm-hmm. One of them being comparison. Yeah. So quality. I mean, are you comparing the quality of your current relationships to the quality of your past That's relationships? Good. That's good. So even though your friends have changed, it doesn't look like it used to. So now is it less good than it used to be? And mm. I mean, there is some probably truth that it looks different, feels different. But don't compare. Don't don't hurt yourself in that way. Just be present where you are. Um, no, okay, that's really good, yeah. Don't compare quality. And, I think, like, have you guys ever had experiences where, <clears throat> whether you've moved, it's like, I, I had to take, okay, here's, I'm going to give an example. For some reason, when I first moved here, Dave invited me over to his house. And, well, he needed help moving stuff out of his basement. <laughs> but we spent, like, four hours, which, I mean, is a lot of time, but to gain friendship is not that much, t- if you're just mm-hmm. looking at four hours. But the quality of conversation. Yes, the quality of the time spent together, because it wasn't a lot of quantity, I think dove into the depth of the relationship we really have almost immediately. Where for me, us three, it took mm-hmm. quantity. It took mm-hmm. more time. Yeah, just totally. we didn't dive in, didn't have whether it was situationally and just I think healthy, healthy boundary mm-hmm. of what to share and what not to. But I think there's just moments where you have those experiences. Again, don't have the expectation that it's going to happen. Don't compare. Mm-hmm. But I think there are there are some times where. I don't know, or even in general, as you're trying to be intentional with the time that you have and gaining friendships, what kind of conversations are you having? What questions are you asking? What do you want to know or not want to know about Mm -hmm. something? Like, are they quality or are you just spending time to spend time? Are they intentional or are they not? Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah, there's two things I want to touch on before we get wrapping up here, but intentionality in friendships, I mean, there's a whole conversation you could have there, Mm -hmm. but I mean, for a little snippet, what do we want to say on this that... I mean, we're trying to make friends here, and that takes a certain level of your work to make happen, which we're going to use the word intentionality. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? No, I completely agree. Like, it's easy to – when I moved, I had this assumption that because I was a new person, people would want to get Mm -hmm. to know me, or they Mm -hmm. would come introduce themselves. And I found that that wasn't always the case. Like, it was kind of awkward for a little bit. And so I found that I have to be intentional if I want to know someone Mm -hmm. to initiate it. And I think I was always afraid of, like, oh, what if they think that's weird? Or they say no, or they're not interested. It's like, who cares? Put yourself out there. If you want to be friends with someone, like, initiate. And Was it? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's too straightforward. (laughs) What do you think it was part of, like, your introvert personality? Was it part Mm -hmm. of, like, a pride thing? Like, I don't want to look dumb. Was it, like, an insecurity thing where it was, like, man, I just don't want to be shut down? Like, what what was the barrier from stopping you to from starting to try and be really intentional right off the bat? Yeah, probably all of those things a little bit. Like I see that all in myself, yeah. for sure. I think they all fed into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, what do you think? What intentionality? 
uh, I think we have a fear of getting to know people, whether you're introvert or extrovert. Because if I get to know someone, eventually there's going to come a moment where they're really going to actually know me. Mm. And that yeah, includes my weaknesses and strengths. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that for me, my my maybe false expectation that I put on when I've moved is I'm going to a place where there's other Christians and it's a church where we are called to be have love be genuine. Um, where we are called, actually where Jesus says, as we love each other, the world will know that that we are Christians, that we are followers of Jesus. And so I think I just had this <clears throat> expectation that the church should be the church mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in inviting and welcoming new people well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's unfair because people are humans are still, people are still people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also I look at my life and I'm like, okay, how have I done at welcoming the new person yeah. Yeah. and in being intentional with the new person? So I think it's mm-hmm. both. I think we, if we're, if we're moving or seasonal life change, whatever we need to be intentional, but also like in that, in the newness. But if we're at a place for a long time, like just keep your eye open. Yeah. yeah Who's new. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Super good. good. Last thing we've talked about it a bunch, but time, let it breathe. People give it time. Be patient, be patient, be intentional, have healthy expectations and don't fall into the comparison game. Is that it? Is, Boom. Is that the sentence? That may be the, Oh, Dang. I didn't even, I didn't even I think, think about the one it. sentence wrap up. I will say this. Like, here's why time is important. One of the greatest relationships in TV history ends up coming down to, actually, I would argue Dwight and Jim. Oh, if you yeah. look at season mm-hmm. eight, they're not just, Bro, they're not just friends. Ben's talking about The Office again. <laughs> they're brothers. Yeah. yeah. He was best man. Mm-hmm. And then because best he was French. such a good best man and, and good friend, he invited Dwight's real best man to the wedding. Is it bad just that I don't right. know if we had any scripture references, but we had one, <laughs> one Listen, if you want a scripture office. reference about friendship, go read Proverbs 27. There you go. Go read the, the, the David-Jonathan story. I just had to set him up. <laughs> yeah, David and Jonathan, oh, for all... Go listen to Aaron's message. Go back yeah, yeah, into yeah. Our, our Oasis messages. There is a sermon on friendship that uh, Aaron Cloud did, our, our development pastor here, um, that is on YouTube. So yeah, just go super, find it, yeah. put in, I don't know, Oasis, look at it. So it's French, it's really mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and we'll, that's just the reality of why friendships are important. Yeah, we'll try and throw it up probably too good. so you that's guys really can put even get it easier. Description. I think there is actually, when I was looking back over some of the notes, I have one thing we missed just a little bit. And we can hit on it pretty quick because yeah. I know the people got stuff they got to do, so we got to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But where does conflict and friendship oh, transitions play in? I, so me and my man, best friend really got in a fight. Do we reconcile? Mm. Do we move on? I mean, come on. That is, that's hard. Oof. You want me to just take it? Yeah, I go for <laughs> it. <laughs> um, if you're not having conflict in your life, then you're running away. Mm. And so yes, I think yes. if you can't, in the midst of conflict, pursue, uh, and it's not even that all conflict um, gets to a point where there is necessary reconciliation. Because conflict is the reality of where challenge has come in the midst of a relationship because of a disagreement somewhere. And so you just hash it out mm-hmm. and you figure it out. If the conflict gets so bad to where it's actual argumentative and fighting and um, I mean, just, just like almost hatred is dwelling mm-hmm. up and frustration to a point of I can't be with them. One, I believe without a doubt that all things are forgivable and reconcilable. Without a doubt. But both parties have to be on the same page. Mm. So if both parties aren't on the same page in the midst of the huge fight or the conflict or disagreement to want to reconcile and pursue the restoration of that relationship, 
it won't happen, mm-hmm. but I believe it's possible mm-hmm. in every relationship. So do you need to do you need to transition your relationships if there's conflict? No. I think if you're not having conflict with someone, then do you, what is the depth of the relationship you have with the people around mm-hmm. you? Because conflict will arise. Um, it's how do you how do you approach it healthily? How do you be honest with where you have failed? And then how do you forgive well? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good life advice beyond friendships. I mean, take <laughs> yeah. that to your coworkers, take that to your family, take that to the bank. Yeah. Do anything you need to do with <laughs> right. that. You know, that is good stuff yeah. right there. Yeah. On the other end of yeah, that, there is, there there is, is moments where you there, do need to leave. There is a moment yep. where you do have to leave, yep. where recognize the friendship. Do they have your best interest in mind That's as really a friend? Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, not always does everybody have that. Yep. Um, and then do they love Jesus? Are they right. leading you in places you want to go? Yes. I mean, are you still connecting the way you thought you were? There, there are some questions you may need to ask. Get wise counsel around you. Get friends that do love you. Get mentors, whatever, and have those conversations. But... Yeah, conflict and friends and oof. Yeah. That can be tough. Mm-hmm. On a happy note, though, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in hey, to week yeah. four. Week four. We did it. Friendship transitions. This one was weird. It was tough. It was a tough one. It's just tougher. It, this isn't one that we can put in a box. No, man. Yeah. I mean, friendship transitions, it's a relationship, it's people, it's messy. Yep. So we thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Hopefully you gained something from it. Yeah. If you don't like something we said, you can send an email to Ben. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't email Ben. You can email me. But yeah. Just don't expect a response potentially. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a friendship real. transition that is going to happen quickly. <laughs> no, we love you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Next week.